Welcome to Stutter Stories, where guests from around the world each share the ins, outs, ups, and downs of life and conversation as a person who stutters. Hosted by Tricia Hedinger and Ja Ben. People love video games. Adults, teens, kids, men, women. For the past six months or so, I have been thinking, wouldn't it be great to have a whole bunch of people who stutter participate in interactive gameplay where they can feel safe and comfortable and free to stutter openly and gives them a chance to... um, to meet other people and connect with other people who stutter. I thought, how can I make this happen? Because I hear tons of kids and teens talking about playing video games all the time. I thought, gosh, wouldn't it be great to make this happen? How can I do this? Well, first, let me check to see if it already exists. So I'm not really a gamer. So I had to consult with some of the teens I knew, some of my neighbors, um, some of my friends' kids, and um, some 20-something gamers to see if they could point me in the right direction. And guess what? It does exist. I was so excited to hear about it. Monkey Pet and Kate, who wish to remain anonymous, are the admins for a large Discord group consisting of over 1,400 people who stutter from around the world. 24 hours a day, they text in a group forum, arrange voice chats, and have planned joint gaming opportunities. This is a revolutionary idea that I didn't know was out there. So now, we need to tell more people about it. Hi, Monkey Pet. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Kate, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so why don't you guys each tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, where you're from, where you've lived in the past, what do you like to do in your free time? Um, I'm from Southern California, uh, San Diego in specific, and I haven't really lived anywhere else. I'm pretty much born and raised in California. Um, I am currently a third year medical student at a local university. Um, and unfortunately I've been sidelined due to COVID. So, um, my schooling has been pushed back, which is kind of a bummer, but I've been keeping myself busy, uh, staying up on my studies, but it has enabled me to, um, dedicate more time to the discord I oversee. Okay, great. And monkey pet? And for me, I, I was originally born in Cambodia, but I, I lived practically all my life here. I immigrated here in the 70s, late 70s. Mm-hmm. And I uh, originally lived in Chicago after I came here from Cambodia. And then after college, I moved to the San Jose, California area. Um, currently, I'm in my 40s, and I work. I have been working in a high-tech company as an engineer for the long, for about uh, 20 years. N- not at the same company, but sort of in high-tech. Okay. I'm married with two kids, and my daughter, who also stutter, is um, is now in high school. So, 
Okay. All right. Well, why don't you start off and just tell us about your Discord group? What is it? Um, so I was, I originally joined in, I think between at the end of January or early February 2019. And I was uh, promoted to a moderator slash admin position over the summer of that year. And um, I guess in a, a, a nutshell, it is a supportive a community for people with varying severities of stuttering and um, people congregate here to vent about their lives and, 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 and experiences navigating the world with a speech impediment, uh, one that it, that is not very well known to the general population. So on a regular basis, people who it, interact with the general public have to some kind of, you know, navigate making friends and professional acquaint acquaintances and also having to kind of educate people on something they may, they may not know about. So that kind of fosters uncomfortable interactions. Um, and, you know, we all kind of join together to collectively complain about that stuff <laughs> and, sh and sh sh share life experiences and what it's like to navigate life with something that we can't really hide on a regular basis. Yeah, I, I, I will add a little bit more to that. So uh, I was involved in this group um, in 2017 and it predated me as well. And I, I think the former mods of that place started it as an offshoot of the Reddit subreddit um, stutter. Um, so, um, so we had that online place and then we wanted a real time chat, um, place. So, so we jumped onto discord at that point. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then after we were there, um, um, like I said, it predated me. So, um, I took over it, um, probably at the end of 2017, I was promoted to moderator and, it is a place where stutterers come together and they can talk about their experiences and stuff like that, mm -hmm. because we know what it feels like to stutter. So if you're talking about stuttering and you and the person on the other side of the conversation knows what you're going through, we can relate and we can sort of support each other mm -hmm. and, um, and, um, and give advice and stuff like that. And uh, the good thing about it is we are we have members from all over the world, right? Mm -hmm. From almost every country in the world, we have members that are talking um, in English mostly because we ask members to talk in English, but um, but they can um, speak in other languages and stuff like that. But they all bring their experiences um, and, and a culture onto this online safe environment for them to interact with people. So it's sort of a forum for real time talking to each other related to stuttering, but we don't only talk about stuttering. We talk about gaming. We talk about some other life experiences and stuff like that as well. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's what it's there for. And so, so that's a little bit about it. Do you know, and I, I know you're saying that it, it predates you. What can you tell me about how it started? 
I think, um, like I said before, it just started, um, first the subreddit started. So our mm-hmm. stutter started it first. And then we had members who just wanted to do real time chatting with each other, right? Voice chat and text mm-hmm. chat. Mm-hmm. So they wanted this real time um, thing that the subreddit on Reddit would not give them. Mm-hmm. So uh, so at that point, they um, went on to d- Discord for the ability to both voice chat and text chat in real time, okay? Yeah, so so Discord is the app. So this is for people who, who are totally unfamiliar with it. Um, and you can go on at any given time and text with somebody who stutters in the group or have a voice chat with somebody who stutters in the group. Is that correct? Yes, yes, that's correct. Um, since we are worldwide, people are in different time zone. Mm-hmm. So there, it, there are people that are, that are um, active at various times, right? So, um, so you can go in there and text chat. So you can post a question. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just um, greet each other, say hi and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or you can request a voice chat session, okay? Because we have channels on there that people can go in and say, hey, can someone voice chat with me, right? And we also have regularly scheduled voice chat sessions. Um, We have it twice a day. Mm -hmm. And um, people can join those as well, right? And when you're joining a voice chat, it's open to the public. So it's not like it's a private thing where people Mm -hmm. are... um, going off on their own and talking about something private. It's, it's an open channel so that you join the public voice chat and then, um, and then other people can join you as well. Okay. That's amazing. That is so amazing. And then it's impressive. It really is. And then I just wanted to add one thing because before we um, started recording, I think Trisha asked, is this a safe place? Right. So what I can say is that this place is moderated by adults. It's moderated by Kate, myself, and one other adult as well. So we as adults, we want to keep it a safe place. My kids are in there too. So I definitely want to keep it safe as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So we try to keep it safe and we will get rid of people who are problem makers. So people who are problem makers and unfriendly, we will immediately get rid of those people because Mm -hmm. we want this to be a safe, inclusive place that people can come together regardless of your um, background and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If you stay friendly and safe, you are welcome here but if mm-hmm. you break one of the rules that we have publicly listed you will not be able to stay here okay mm-hmm. yes and you had mentioned that you, you find that your uh, server is a safe place but it is still up to a parent's decision on whether or not you know what how they want their child to engage definitely think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and if you're afraid of your child's engagement with this place, what you can do is you can join and lurk on and, and um, see for yourself to see if this is a place where you want your children to hang out. Because we, we do have some people in their 15s and so on that are here as well. So, um, so you have to make that decision for your kid and family yourself. That's great. Thank you. Um, Kate, can you tell us a little bit about how it has grown over time? Um, yes. So as as uh, previously mentioned, our 
our server um, printing box exploded exponentially, kind of like starting like mid 2020 when people really realized that they would be stuck inside for, for quite some time. Mm -hmm. I think on average we have maybe over a tw over over a 24 hour period because as Monkey Pet said, we've got people who join from all over the world. Sometimes I'll wake up and two or three people will have joined overnight. And I would say on average of per 24 hour period, we have maybe three or four people join. Maybe one of those people will participate and become a, a regular. Sometimes they only send a couple messages in the beginning and never show up again. Mm -hmm. We have a pretty standard group of, I'd say, I think Monkey Pet said around 100 active regulars mm -hmm. on a week-to-week -week basis. But in total, we have over 1,400 members. So it like, and I mean, this is, I think, pretty common for Discord servers in general. Mm -hmm. there, are th there, there, there are thousands of members, but only a small percentage of them actively participate. So mm -hmm. I guess on some level, that is a blessing. I don't have to police a 1,400-person conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, a full-time job, probably. Oh, yes, for sure. <laughs> So I guess on some level, I am grateful for that. Um, but it is, I, on one hand, I, it, it does stock being stuck at home when I've been like nose to the grindstone for the last eight years of my adult life. But on the other hand, it's, 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 it's really given me an opportunity to, to connect with so many personalities around yeah. the, the, the world and, you know, hear other people's perspective on what's life like with us, with us stutter mm -hmm. um so it's like even though i'm inside i'm being exposed to so many more people than i would have on an average day at school that's great that's awesome what would you say you like best about this group um there are so many things i love about this community but i think it's 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 just so easy to be myself with people who are all equally weird um it's obviously everyone can be a little bit more bold and forward over the internet but like largely you know like monkey pet said we do boot people who are who are overtly inappropriate but it's always fun to kind of banter back and forth about what life is kind of in this new normal. So I would think that overall the community and the various personalities that I get to interact with every day, like I would genuinely call these people my friends and it's nice to have yes. social interaction in such a time of isolation and loneliness. Yeah. yeah and, and to add to it, I want to say that um, it's a pretty diverse environment. I mean, it's a pretty diverse group of people here, right? We have people, like I said before, worldwide. We have people of different age group, right? We have teenagers, we have young adults, we have old adults like myself as well. And, mm -hmm. and it's just, uh, we can gather here, we can talk with each other, our commonality is stuttering. Mm -hmm. And you would think just random internet people, we're just a bunch of weirdos, but <laughs> we're not. We have um, people from like New York, different states and stuff like that. They're all friendly people. Mm -hmm. We will have conversations together about various topics, stuttering and non-stuttering topics as well. It's just a friendly place. When I, st when I took over as moderator, I didn't know what I was going to get into, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, and as we grew together over... I guess I was counting how many years I was involved. I have been involved four years here, mm -hmm. right? 
as I look back, it's like we actually were able to successfully build a community consisting of stuttering, which links us all together. But we do more than that. Uh, mm-hmm. We watch movies together. We play games such as the popular Among Us game, right? Mm-hmm. So we oh, have yeah. people openly stuttering over voice chat playing these games and they're stuttering openly and 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 that's what warms my heart because i see these people with moderate to severe stuttering mm-hmm. and they're happily stuttering in public without a care in the world right they're playing together they're laughing together and we give each other time to talk because people have different levels of fluency we have some people that have very severe stuttering Mm -hmm. and we and people will give them the time to talk they aren't interrupting them and stuff like that so i guess that's um what makes kate and i really proud of this community because it's such a friendly community i mean it's something that i would let my daughter um, participate in because I know that uh, adults are watching over. <laughs> mm-hmm. It should warm your heart. I mean, that is like the ultimate support group. You know, we we push and um, to build and maintain and and share support group networks around the world. That's one of our main missions at the World Stuttering Network is to build and develop support groups all over the world. But you guys have done something just phenomenal and you might be the largest group of people who stutter that exists an organization with the largest number of people participating um i'm not you're either you're up there you're either you know the largest or close to the largest i think um if you look at it our um reddit um i think kate and i are moderators on reddit as well the stuttering Reddit, um, mm-hmm. um, subreddit. But um, that has a few thousand. So I think we're at least number two of the online um, stuttering supports. So we're number two. But like you said, some countries have a well-developed like National Stuttering Association and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But we are seeing people who are logging in from very small um, cities in India, right? Mm-hmm small uh, cities in Belgium or some other country, Poland and stuff like that, they are logging in and they can in- interact with other stutterers, right? Beautiful. So um, that's a wonderful thing. And that's why when I'm voice chatting with people, what, what I like to ask them is, where are you from? What country are you from? Because, mm-hmm. um, because I'm really interested in where they're coming from um, and what part of the world that they're at. Yeah, that's great. So um, I'm going to jump around a little bit on some of the questions that we have, and I'm going to go right to, do you have any pet peeves about stuttering or are there responses um, from people that make you cringe or feel annoyed or anything like that? If you would like to be a guest on Stutter Stories, email us at worldstutteringnetwork at gmail.com. First timers are welcome. Um, yes. So I have complained about this many times in the discord, <laughs> often to my boyfriend as well. But uh, what, what, uh, one of the more frustrating interactions that I have with, with, with people I'm m- m- meeting for the first time is, um, well, a, a common way to bridge the gap between strangers and friends is humor, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I have found that the majority of people that, that, that I meet don't know what stuttering is. So 
they think that I'm speaking this way on purpose, like I'm trying to make a joke or or be funny. So they often like mock me back to me, and mm-hmm. they act like it's a joke that I'm, that they're that they're supposed to join in on. Like I'm doing this on purpose to be funny, and mm-hmm. I run into it a lot. And so I often find myself unintentionally in the position of educator to tell them hey, you just actually mocked a speech disability I can't control. That's rude. And um, how, how they respond often kind of tells me what kind of person they are. If they're like apologetic or embarrassed or like they, they, like, they, sh- they show genuine remorse and want to know about it, they're probably a pretty good person. But if they get super defensive and say, mm. oh, it's just a joke, don't get so sensitive, they're probably not someone I want to be friends with. Mm. So that is something that yeah. I deal with. Um, I wouldn't, it was, it, 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 it was a lot more regular when I was seeing so, so many new people because I was doing clinical rotations in the hospitals. So I would see new people every single day. Mm-hmm. So I would deal with that on a much more regular basis. And even just out in public, I would, I would run into that as well. Mm-hmm. That's probably my one pet peeve about having a stutter is having to deal with people who unintentionally mock something I'm incredibly self-conscious about even Mm. on a good day. Yeah. That's a a reasonable pet peeve, huh? Yeah. How about you? uh, I think there is two phrases that really get to me. It's the, um, when you're um, introducing yourself and you say, Oh yeah, I stutter. And then their response is, Oh, I also stutter. I hate that. I hate that so much. (laughs) No, you don't have a speech impediment. (laughs) No, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) And I think one more thing that they say that really gets to me is when they're just talking and they stumble on a word and they're saying, oh, did I stutter, right? Mm -hmm. That's a sign. It's like, uh, yes, you did stutter on that one word, but you don't stutter all the time like (laughs) I do. (laughs) Yeah. I would have to agree with those as well. Those are really frustrating. Yeah, I've, I've heard that more than once. Yeah. yeah. Um, so t- can you, if you don't mind, could either of you or both of you tell me about a time that you thought was particularly challenging or hurtful or defeating related to stuttering in your life, either as a kid or, or as an adult? And how'd you feel in that moment? Um, yes. So back in this in uh january of 2020 i was doing rounds with my attending in family medicine and they you know put me on the spot asked asked me a question that i knew the answer to and I blocked on like the third word. So um, something that a lot of stutters have to deal with is our intelligence being called into question. I grew up my whole childhood being called stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, having teachers talk over me because they thought I didn't know what I was talking about was blocking whatever. So we all have to deal with that. So mm-hmm. immediately the attending makes some some condescending comment about how I need to hit the books again as it's obvious I don't know what I'm talking about which is mm. rude and insulting and unfortunately as a lowly medical student I'm not really in the position to even like stand up for myself that like I'm like the lowest totem on the lowest rung on the totem pole so I pretty much just shut up and took it and let him steamroll over me and I it was, it was extremely frustrating because I'm not stupid. I worked very hard to be there. Mm -hmm. So it was, 
very disheartening and I just went home feeling so terrible about myself like it was embarrassing Mm -hmm. so that was really hard for me if you were advising say another um, young adult who was going through a similar experience as to maybe how they could do handle it differently is there something you would suggest or or what are your thoughts about that um yes so after that incident, I went direct. So my advice is you, if you have a stutter, you have a not, you have a federally recognized disability. So make sure your school knows about it. Make sure you've got all the disability accommodations that are afforded to you. Make sure it is on paper somewhere that you have a speech disability and it is against the law for anyone to discriminate against you because of it. Mm-hmm. You should always, you know, have be, have the school on your side or like your workplace on your side make sure people know about it because because I had told my school about that previously and they knew about it I was Mm -hmm. able to then go to my school counselor and tell them what happened with this attending Mm -hmm. and um, I wasn't privy to this conversation obviously but I I was told that 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 the attending was talked to about it that it's not Mm -hmm. okay for him to to treat me like that person for for something I can't control mm-hmm. unfortunately he never like really apologized to me but I know that he was talked to about it mm-hmm. yeah so that's it that's the story <laughs> yeah okay that was yeah that's that's a, a it's tough when it interferes with work and schooling yep. and that somebody treats you poorly whether it's um intended to be cruel or it is accidental it's still you know if somebody is a well-meaning person it and it still comes out and it's still hurtful um but you you have excellent advice there of making sure your institution your school your workplace is aware that's great okay um Monkey Pet, did you have anything to add to that or, or I can go on to the next question? No, I didn't have anything. You can go on. Okay. Um, can you tell me about a time that changed your perspective about stuttering or, um, or about yourself for the better and, and what happened? Okay. I can take this one first. Okay. So, um, so l- like I said in my introduction, I'm in my 40s now, so I have lived a long time with stuttering, right? And stuttering has shaped me for the good and for the bad, I think. But um, what I figured out is um, you have to accept yourself for being a stutterer. I mean, you can go through um, you can go through your speech therapy. It will bring you to a point, but there is going to be a point where you aren't going to get to 100% fluency because not even non-stutterers are 100% fluency. Mm-hmm. So there is going to be a level of fluency that you can get through, and you're probably going to have to accept it at that particular point, right? Mm-hmm. So w- what I want to say is even if you stutter, you can lead a successful career mm-hmm. and you can lead a very happy life. Because mm-hmm. I've been stuttering all my life, and I uh, I am still a tech lead in my particular career. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a family. I have two beautiful kids and a lovely lo- wife as well. 
And, um, and this is all despite my stuttering. So mm -hmm. what I also wanted to say is it will get better. I think as you um, age, you lose mm -hmm. some of your anxiety, you gain confidence. Mm -hmm. It's a new chapter in your life. You, your stuttering will still go up and down and hopefully your fluency will go up as you um, gain confidence and, um, and um, go through life. Um, but don't let stuttering stop you because you can still reach your goals and you can, can still live a happy life. That's great. That's great. Um, can you tell me about a moment that you feel um, was a success for you um, or a particular speaking accomplishment that stands out? I have to, let's see. I wrote up an outline for these questions, but I only got as far as number seven. <laughs> um, that I uh, I guess I don't really have any any uh, professional stories since I'm not a professional yet. I think that um, I don't know. I would have to think about that for a while. Okay, I can. Uh, Monkey pet, do you have anything that you can answer? I can share something with you. So um, despite me being stuttering and stuff like that, I still have to give speeches at work. Mm -hmm. I still have to talk to the people around me, my coworkers and stuff like that. But one thing that I am surprised about is I, I do some active volunteering where I need to give presentations in front of like city council members and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And a volunteer group that I have always um, recommends me to give these speeches <laughs> when inside I'm like gut wrenching and nervous <laughs> and stuff like that. And they're like, monkey pet, monkey pet, you give the speech. You go up there and you talk to city council on this particular subject. And I'm like, do you guys know that I stutter? <laughs> so that's uh that's a proud moment but it's still yes. nerve-wracking for me because uh you never get over the anxiety of um talking actually so but to me, think that everybody around you at your workplace thinks that you are the best qualified person to go up and give these speeches doesn't that kind of isn't it like almost like a light bulb of like stuttering doesn't really matter as much yeah. as I think it does or as yes. much as I thought it did because everybody around me seems to think I would be pretty good at this job that I'm, I'm an effective communicator. Yeah, exactly. As you stated it, I think um, what could be said is um, stutterers are very critical about their fluency, right? Mm. If they stumble, they're very critical about it. But uh, I think as you get older and wiser, you will understand that um, probably you yourself are going to be much more critical than the person that's listening to you because they will hear a stumble and they will move on with their thoughts in life. They won't dwell on it. Mm -hmm. So they won't even remember that you're stuttering, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I want to um, say to people out there. Um, uh, forgive yourself for stuttering. That's just the way we talk. Mm -hmm. Forgive yourself, accept it, and, and and go on and live a wonderful life that you can live. Right? Mm. Yeah. Um, do you have a, and that, that may be kind of part of this question, but do you have a mantra or an inspirational phrase that you return to for motivation or think about on a, on a regular basis? Yes, I, I can answer this one. So um, about two years ago, my pathology professor and I hang out with this guy quite a lot because my specialty is forensic pathology. So I go down to the morgue whenever I can. Um, he told me, he's laughing at me. <laughs> uh, so 
he told me this quote about two years ago, and it goes, never argue with a pig. You'll both end up covered in mud, and the pig will like it. <laughs> so I kind of, it, it is so applicable to pretty much every minor disagreement or blip that you might obsess over and think it's terrible. It's like, in the scheme of things, it's nothing, and it's not worth wasting your time and energy to get yourself all worked up over something that will not affect your life in any major issue so it's just like especially in my field of study you really have to pick your battles and prioritize your energy and your mental health on stuff that really does matter because if you waste your time or argue with a pig you'll end up muddy and the opposition will like it You'll have got yourself dirty, and you hate it, and the person you're fighting against will have brought you down to their level, and it's, it's, it's sucks. Mm. I will have to say, Kate, that I have interviewed a lot of people, and that is the first time I've heard that analogy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's good. It's great. That's great. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, so if you were in a group of people who stutter and um, you wanted to start a real conversation, what question would you ask? Okay, I can take this one. Um, on D Discord, there's a lot of voice chatting, right? So, um, so many times I need to facilitate it. So I have experience. I'm talking to people, random people out there. So uh, normally... Uh, Questions begin with like current events and stuff like that. How's the weather? Uh, what have you been doing today, et cetera, et cetera. That just gets people warmed up um, for it. And I think um, the conversation um, starts um, um, when I ask people about their stuttering, right? So mm -hmm. how is your speech today? Um, are you feeling anything about your speech? And usually they open up pretty quickly to me. Um, and they start talking about their fluency, stuff that goes wrong with them, stuff that they're concerned about, or is a speech um, that they need to give soon, right? Or they're having problems interacting at work with people and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. um, generally, if you're talking to other stutterers, it, it comes to the forefront pretty easily. Um, usually, I I just um, keep it an open-ended question um, since I know they they are people who stutter on the other side. So I would normally ask them directly, do you stutter or what do you think about your stuttering or stuttering in general and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So no, nothing too specific. I'm, no. I'm not sure if you want anything specific, but it's no. not because if you know the other person is a stutterer, it's so easily to bring up these topics and yeah. And they were like, uh, it will come out of them like a fire hydrant at that point, because everything's held up and they're like, I never talked to anyone else who stuttered before. Mm -hmm. uh, Monkey pet, you're like the first or the people here on this are the first, because like, uh, like we know only 1% of the world's population stutters. So mm -hmm. um, it's hard in real life to um, encounter these people. But yeah. online, when you're with a group of other stutterers, is so easy to talk about it for hours and hours and hours yeah like experiences with stuttering stuff like that and i and i mean your question is so simple 
um, just how's your speech today? But what it does is kind of opens up the floodgates of whatever was on somebody's mind. It almost just is like a question that allows a person a lot of freedom in response of, you know, where, you know, where's it going to take, where's it going to take this discussion? Just a simple question, like, how's your speech today? Yes. Great. So if somebody, you know, assuming somebody doesn't know anything about your group, so this is a Discord group where you can get on and text chat, voice chat, and um, arrange to play video games with other people who stutter. Um, how does somebody get involved in this? Um, on the R stutter subreddit, there is a link posted on the sidebar that is visible um, whatever you're doing on the subreddit if you're on like a desktop computer if you're on um, mobile you have to specifically navigate to it but it's readily available for anyone who wants to join you just click on the link and it automatically loads you into the discord it's a public discord it monkey pet is it uh, searchable on uh, google yes um the best way is, like Kate said, you can go to the Reddit and then um, type in Stutterer in there someplace. Mm -hmm. And that should jump you to the Stutter Reddit group. Um, and then once you add that group, it's, prominent, it's prominently displayed there, okay? okay? But if you forget everything else, go to Google and type in Stutter Support um, Discord. Okay. I should be, our group should be one of the first few links there, okay? Okay. So that's how you can find us, and um, and hopefully over the next couple of months, we're gonna be um, we're gonna be pushing out our link to Facebook and other places as well. Okay, so um, so like I said, if you forget if you forget everything else, go to Google and type in Stutter Support um, Discord, and that should bring it up on your first um, search result. Well, this was an awesome conversation and um, I wish you guys so much um, success in the future of just continuing on with this group and recruit, recruiting more and more people from the, around the world because people need it, people want it, people love it. And, um, and obviously because and you've obviously gotten the word out because you are such a large group already and I think there's you know, such potential to reach more people. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. and and I wanted to say one thing though um, to people out there listening that you are not alone. There are many many of us out there, right? Um, so there is one in one hundred people stutter, I think. So worldwide, there is like seventy million people out there who are stutter. Mm -hmm. But you are not alone. You can find others like us. You can um, go to your local. Um, National Stuttering Association chapter. You can find us online. We're online out there that you can reach out to us as well. So you are not alone. Find other people like yourself and get the support that you need from each other, right? That's great. Thank you guys so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having us. I Thank like you. this. This is fun to do. I'm great. glad I was able to talk to you guys. Good. Thank you. All right. Well, have a great day. To learn more about creating or developing support group systems in your area, check us out at www.worldstutteringnetwork.net.